Good morning. God bless every one of you. I welcome each and every one of you that uh, is going to join here with me this morning uh, who or who will join with me uh, later on. I appreciate you. I believe in you. And sometimes, how many of you know that you can wake up and possibly not feel the greatest, but that doesn't mean that you can't believe for God's greatness. Together, let's praise the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And what's most important is that even though we may walk many days not feeling great, we still can believe in God's greatness. It is your neighborhood preacher here with Valor Ministries. I got a special word for you today, and my job is to show up. My job is to be consistent because I serve God's people. I'm a man of no rapport, of no reputation, and I want no credit other than helping you get strong in the things of God. David, Yvette, my wife, Jay, I love you guys. Thank you for joining me this morning. Um, if you continue, if you could continue to spread the word that uh, I'm just an average man with supernatural gifts trying to empower God's people, I really would appreciate that. Um, today's message is sent in versus being sent out. And if you'll join with me in Luke chapter 10, or if you'll allow me to give you some of the word of God, I believe it's going to impact your life as always. And how you sit at the dinner table is really going to determine how you eat God's food. So let's check this out together in Luke chapter 10. I'm going to try to keep this about 20 minutes instead of almost an hour. So if you'll bear with me, I really would appreciate it. I appreciate you and your time. The Bible says in Luke chapter 10, after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he was about to go. The Bible tells me that the Lord appointed 70 others besides the apostles. And what I see here in, in the word of God is that they didn't complete any program. And all of these 70 people that were sent out two by two were not scholars. They were just like me and just like you. And Jesus specifically chose the apostles the way he chose them. Man of God. My spiritual father, I just want to say hello to you. What a privilege to have you you, you join uh, today. Thank you for everything that you've taught me. Thank you for continuing to believe in me. I love you so much. Um, I really appreciate you. Um, Jesus appointed 70 others. And they didn't have to complete any special program. And Jesus appointed men like fish, fishermen and tax collectors and also uh, 
you would say, like Paul, a scholar. All different kinds of people, just like me and like you. And today's message is sent in versus being sent out. If you notice, Jesus appointed them and sent them into every city, say every, into every city and place where he was about to go. My question for us and for the church today is, where are we preparing for Jesus to go? Is it just to our church? Is it just to our youth group? Is it just to our people? But the Bible says that Jesus appointed 70 regular men and women, just like me and like you and children like me and like you, into every city and every place that he was about to go himself. Jesus says, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out, not send in, but to send out laborers into his harvest. There's a lot of good intentions and there's a lot of great works in the body of Christ that we are doing. But Jesus's appointment for his work was for us to be launched out, for us to be sent out, for us to carry the kingdom and the word of God to each and every place that Jesus himself was about to go. Where do you want to see Jesus in your city? Where do you want to see Jesus in your workplace? Where do you want to see Jesus on what corner, on what street, and what people, in what neighborhood? That is where me and you are to go prepare the way. This is being sent in versus being sent out. And you don't have to have a title. And you don't have to be a pastor. And you don't have to have a church. And you don't have to have a people. You have to have him. You have to have Jesus. And Jesus said that 70 he appointed to go before him in every city and every place that he himself, yes, was about to go. So I'm preparing myself to prepare the way for Jesus, not for people to come to my church, not for people to have a title, not for people to sit in my church, in my seat, in my building, but I want Jesus, the kingdom of God to be preached where I want Jesus to come and flood in like rivers of water. That's what I'm preparing for. Jesus said, this is an easy task. I send you out as lambs amongst wolves. He says, carry neither money bag, knapsack, nor sandals, and greet no one along the road. Be serious about this work. But whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. And if you look further in the scripture here, it says, do not go from house to house. Build relationships. If they welcome you, they allow you to dine with them, commune with them, have fellowship with them. Build relationships and stay there. If they do not receive you, Jesus said, it's like the dust of that city. Wipe it off your feet. And say, the kingdom of God 
has come near you. Brothers and sisters, I want you to know how powerful and what a miracle working God we have that when he uses us to present the gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God that was murdered in my place, the son of God that bore every sin and every sickness, every curse, mm, he bore that, it took my place so that we would be free, so that my weaknesses would become strong in him, so that my poor would become rich in him, so that I wouldn't need anything of the world, but I would be filled by the Spirit of God, the same Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. And when I would present the gospel of Jesus Christ to be one with God, whether they receive me or not, I am to tell them, and you are to tell them, all right, the kingdom of God has come near you. How powerful is it that we are carriers of the kingdom of God? How powerful is it that we could prepare the way for Jesus? He said for us to go even if they receive us not. If you look in verse 17 of Luke chapter 10, the 70 returned with joy. They didn't despise going out. They didn't feel bad. They weren't feeling sick. They weren't feeling condemned. They weren't feeling this was a waste of time. The Bible says that the 70 returned with joy and I'm going to say even with power because it says, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. In the name of Jesus, they seen demonic activity and demons subject to them in the name of Jesus. Now, I know you can get some powerful movement in the house of God, but you can't get it like this unless we go. I was taught one thing by the man of God, and I'm going to teach this to you. There is power, there's anointing, and there is joy in the go. Not in the staying, not in the comfortability of staying in the house of God, being super busy in the things of God, but there is power in the go. You're, he said, don't bring a money bag. He said, don't bring food. He said, he, he said, he said, walk lightly, walk simply because I'm going to take care of your needs. You see, when God calls us to prepare the way, we don't need anything really other than him. He's going to provide for what he ordered. I would love a big ministry, but even if he keeps it with one or two, I would be so happy that that one or two and me or whoever it is would just be in the go. There is power in the go. Your needs are met in the go. The uh, refreshing of the Holy Spirit is in the go. And every demon is subject to you in the name of Jesus when you are in the go. This is one of the most powerful message that was ever taught to me by Armando Rodriguez. It was one of the most powerful messages I've ever, ever learned. And I truly believe that I really, really gave my all to try 
to walk in the go. Jesus said, I do not send you in, but I send you out. Listen, a church is only as good as how many they are sending out. The church is a meeting place. And it should be like the 70 when they return, when they returned, they returned with joy. I believe a lot of Christians, a lot of people of God are not re- coming into the house of the Lord with psalms and hymns and, and, and ministering to one another and these great things that happened because we're not in the go. We might be behind a booth. We might be up on the stage and all of those things are essential. Please, please don't try to make me offend you. As I tell the truth, there's a lot of work that is being done inside the body of Christ. But the work that Jesus called us to do was to go, was to preach the kingdom of God. The power is in the go. When we come, we get refreshed. We sit at the feet of Jesus, we learn his word, and it is so that we can go. I know a lot of us are working on just ministering to our coworker or to our family, and we may not be there yet, but I want you to know that it's somewhere you must arrive. It's somewhere that you must step into. We must take accountability for the word of God when he says for us to pray for laborers. And a lot of times when we pray for laborers, God will reveal that it's you and that it's me. I want to jump here to verse 38. And it says, now it happened as as they entered a certain, I'm sorry, let me back up here. Jesus said something powerful and, and, and I'm getting ahead of myself. He says, behold, I saw Satan fall like lightning. I know you're happy. I know you're thrilled. I know you're jumping up and down. He says, but I give you the authority to the believer when you're in the go, not when you're staying in. The authority of the believer is to trample on every serpent and scorpion and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this. Rejoice that your names are written in heaven. If Jesus was putting an emphasis on the importance of our names being written in heaven, that's exactly what he's called us to do is to gain more followers and believers that would be that would repent and that would be one with God so their names are also written in heaven. Now I know you can sing good and I know you can preach good and I know you can we can do the sound good and I know that we can greet well and, and I know that we can pick up the trash and we can usher good and we can do all of these things. But if we're not in the go preaching the kingdom of God we're missing it friends. And I'm going to show you in verse 38, it says, now it happened when they entered a certain village, a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. Man, that's amazing. Martha welcomed Jesus into her house. Don't we do that in church? Don't we come together and welcome Jesus into our house? And it said, that Martha had a sister called Mary 
who sat at Jesus' feet to hear his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached Jesus and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help. A lot of times we always preach in the church that we need help. And you know what Jesus is preaching? No, I need help. I need help spreading my word. Not so they come to you. I want you to go to them. We welcome Jesus in the house of God. Then we come, we sit at his feet, and we do nothing with it. I don't care who I offend. It's not going to change my life because I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm telling you what the heart of God is. God needs us to go. He needs us to walk in the power of this go, this great commission. Oh, well, brother Danny, you're an evangelist. Eh, I'm all things. I don't care what it is. I'll clean the toilets if you want. I'll be up in the nursery if you want. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. But that is not what God has first called us to do. Listen, 5,000 people followed Jesus and they all had children. They took care of their children. We're always pawning it off on, on staying busy, making excuses to stay busy in a ministry. And that's why we don't go. I really don't think that's going to fly. I know things need to get done and they will get done. But there's times that we need to sit versus serving. Serving is wonderful. Serving is needed. But the serving that Christ needs is for us to go. Then the rest will follow. I think a lot of times what we do is we prepare the atmosphere, we prepare the house of God for people to come as if we're all that in a bag of chips and maybe we don't even think of it that way. Maybe we just think that we got something good here and, and most of the time that's what it is. Jesus said, okay, you got your church together. Now we need to go. So if the heartbeat of the house of God is not to gather and go, I'll leave that one on you. Mary or Martha welcomed Jesus into her house and Mary decided to sit at the and hear the word of Jesus. Well, Brother Danny, I go into church and I hear the word. It's true. But then do you go? Well, I mean, I, I get, you know, when I get a chance, you know, when I feel the, the conversation leads me, you know, spiritually, you know, to a spiritual conversation, you know, I, I, you know, I, I might share God. That's not, that's not here. <laughs> that's not, I can't find that. Oh yeah. It's, it's verse zero that says when it's convenient, share my word. I, I can't find it. What I'm doing is trying to stir us up, not to condemn us. I'm trying to stir us up that we might align ourselves with this word. 
And it said that Martha was distracted with much serving. We need to serve. But there's a difference. Are you also in the go? Preaching the kingdom of heaven. She says, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? I'm going to wrap up my time here. (laughs) At least I'm going to try to. You know, there's a lot of people saying, hey, I need help here. Hey, I need this here. Hey, I need this here. I really think that we don't need as much as help as we say. I think Jesus is the one that needs the help. Jesus is the one that needs us to gather and go. Your neighborhood preacher, I'm here by the spirit of God with Valor Ministries. Pretty soon, we want to invite you into our home. I don't know what I'm to be. If I'm to be a pastor, preacher, teacher, apostle, prophet, evangelist. But I am seeking God for all things. Now that doesn't mean I got to get distracted with much serving. Because what he wants from me is to sit at his feet. Mm, I love you, Jesus. I pray that you anoint your people right now. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you remind us that it's in the go. That our needs are met when we go out when we preach the kingdom of heaven. Our needs are met. Demons are subject to us. Anointing, authority, power, and joy is given to us when we are in the go. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, may this word impact and revolutionize your people. May it take root on fertile ground. I speak the power and the fire of God over your life now. I speak the fire of the Holy Spirit to be a witness to Christ now, not to be satisfied with the comfortability, not to be satisfied with routine. In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak fire and power over your life now to touch you that the fire of God would burn up all the things of the world and the desires of it. Father, we thank you that you have called us to go. Thank you that we learn the difference between sitting at your feet and serving. They're both essential. But you said, Mary has chosen the better thing. Father, may we sit at your feet and may we go. Yes, man of God, may we be an extension to Jesus. I love you. It's your neighborhood preacher. I just... Praise God for what he's doing. And I don't want to know everything. I just want to go. (laughs) Listen, I love you. Have a blessed Saturday. It's the 17th. You have woke up, not for your attitude, not for your purpose and goals. It's it's for Jesus. And once you do that and seeking the kingdom of heaven first, mm, all these things will be added on to you. I love you. If you need anything, you get at me. Your neighborhood preacher always says, stay up, stay prayed up. And until then, I'll see you next time. Bye.